The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too To my brother, my brother, me and advice over the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. <laughs> and, and he has just got to finish this Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. <laughs> and I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Thank you. Six. It was six. It was was six. Was the last one. Hello, everyone. Uh, Like the Chilean miners, we've reemerged here in Nashville. We've been slumbering. Seventeen years. We've been slumbering in your sewers since 2017, October 2017. At the T-Pack, and now we are back here at the beautiful Ryman. What an honor it is to finally put this venue on the map. <laughs> With our twisted brand With of comedy. With our own sick brand of comedy. You know, comedy. a lot of great performers have performed on this stage before. The Adventure Zone. <laughs> if you took the last seven days of, like, if nothing else, like if history started the last seven days of the Ryman, it would be, oh yeah, I know that theater. That's where the Adventure Zone and the Wu-Tang Clan, and my brother, my brother, and me played. I know the Ryman, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and while we've been in town, we've been enjoying a lot of your local culture. We, uh, oh, my God. We were looking for a lunch spot yesterday. We almost went to Kid Rock's Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse. And I pitched really hard for Keith Urban's Flapjack Depot. <laughs> <laughs> where the flapjacks never end. Right. We looked a lot at Iron and Wine's High Iron Wine, which sounded disgusting, yes. frankly. It's like, it's, it is blood. It, it is, is blood. <laughs> we, we almost started Toby Keith's I Love This Taco Truck. <laughs> but I love this empty building for lease. <laughs> I love this offer on the for empty building. <laughs> Toby Keith's. I loved that bar and grill. <laughs> I love this now defunct bar and grill. But in, in, I love this future paintball course. <laughs> but of course, we ended up at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it has been. Uh, but we've had a beautiful time here. Uh, a lovely show last night. Everybody was so uh, loud. Okay. In much the same way that you are allowed. In fact, you remind me of them. <laughs> In many Have ways. you met them? I had you, a, you would like them. I had a lovely uh, encounter last night with a couple of listeners who came up and were very kind, telling us how, uh, how much our, our uh, show had meant to them. It was very sweet, and we really appreciated it. Some hugs were exchanged. And then um, just as we were finishing our... And our good hugs, too. Crack, Not like the, the lazy stuff. hugs that we save for our family. No, yeah. Like the, the good hugs that we give listeners. Not those high school reunion hugs. <laughs> um, and then I felt a grab on my arm, which is a little forward, but I thought, you know what? I'm Justin McRoy. I've always got time for a listener. So I spun around, and there was a middle-aged woman there, and she looked at me and she said, Hey! I saw you at Margaritaville. (laughs) And then... And then walked away. Walked away. Now, I know, I know, are you wondering, was it an angel? Yes, it was an angel. It was an angel. Sent to tell Justin a message. One of Jimmy's little parakeets that he sends out to (laughs) watch over his followers. And to keep the rumors coming. Right. Uh, Anyway, as you've certainly guessed by now, this is an advice show. Uh, any f- people who've never heard of us before in the audience? 
Oh, good. Good. Oh, good. Thank okay, God. good. We can get next. That will save us a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, we can be weird. Okay, uh, here's our first question. And we shouldn't be doing this question because it sets a terrible precedent. It's an advice show. We want advice questions, requests for advice. Do not follow this person's example. They we, snuck we in. We never include it again. When we weren't looking. But then we read it and we thought we should at least take a crack. The question is this. What if Godzilla was nice? It, it almost felt like Yahoo Answers had crawled out of our TV screen like the ring and taken over our real Gmail inbox where supposedly real human beings send us digital now, letters. Here's what I really like about this question. Yeah. The reason uh, I included it in the question list is they could have asked... What if Godzilla was good? Which I feel like is a question that has been answered by movies and TV shows and cartoons and comic books before. But what if Godzilla was nice? Sure. Yeah. He's what not... if Godzilla was polite? He's not good. He's not bad. He's just nice. When the, when the tiger eats up the zebra, mm-hmm. I don't think the tiger's not being nice. It's just no. doing what... That's just what Godzilla do, is yeah. make, he just does a big stomp on Tokyo. You know, think about this. How many times in your life, walking around, have you maybe stepped on an anthill by accident? Mm. Now who's the Godzilla? Yeah. You're all the Godzilla. Yeah, but if you think about it, no one's going to watch that behavior and be like, nice. <laughs> that was, a, no, ni- no, that was a nice thing to do that you did. You don't know how many times in the, like, in the movies when Godzilla's looking down, Godzilla's thinking, oh, man, I feel oh, so man. bad. I feel terrible about this, but I have to. I'm trying I- to get to Panera Bread. <laughs> I'm just so hungry, and Travis doesn't know what I eat. I've got all this medicine for the hospital. Oh, oh no. <laughs> My bones I'm cure- a Lyft driver, and i got to go pick somebody up. My bones cure diabetes, and no one knows. Please drink of my marrow. I'm offering myself up to you. I'm offering you shade. Why are you so mad? It is a tourist attraction, too. A lot of cities would love that kind of heat. Come, yeah. come to the only city where Godzilla is. <laughs> if you had just treated it with a little bit of kindness and consideration, it could have been a mutual beneficial partnership. Just you know? make him a chair big enough that he can stop make walking God- around. Make Godzilla a big chair. Leave big footprint-sized holes in your city design. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Or cement over those bad boys you got a swimming pool going. Nice. That's fun. Who wouldn't love that? What if he was nice, though? What if he was nice? I feel like he'd still mess things up. Uh, but not, but not on purpose. We try to be nice and we mess things up. Not destroying a metropolitan area, mind you. Yet. But metaphorically speaking. Yeah. I think about this every time I walk into, say, a china shop or someplace that sells figurines. I immediately put my hands behind my back because I don't want to just Godzilla around. Oh, my God. But I still might. There's yeah. a Toy Story, a, a Toy Story, a Toy Story take, uh, Henry too, that has a whole big section of, like, ceramic, uh, like, Russian nesting dolls. And every time I walk in that section, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up so bad. I don't know why. Like, I don't normally, like, reflexively crump, but I feel like I'm about to just start crumping. <laughs> Uh, I have, can I do a Yahoo answer? I love from the that. Yahoo answer, sir. This one was sent in by Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. It's Yahoo Answers user. My wife. My, my wife. It's from uh, Caleb Fax. Yahoo Answers user Caleb Fax. Who... Caleb Fax. Yeah. That sounds like a kid's like somebody you'd see on a placemat. Hey, I'm Caleb Fax. Do you F- know clouds are made of rain? It's true. I'm Caleb Bad Facts. Hey, I'm Caleb Facts. We have mac and cheese and grilled cheese. I'm Caleb Facts. Did you know that turtles are just frogs with a big shell on? What are they hiding? <laughs> Did you know wolves are just mean dogs? It's me, Caleb Facts. It's F-A-X, Caleb Facts. We also have grapes. Right. Caleb asks, what should I do if random bread appeared in my bird feeder? Some bread appeared in my bird feeder outside. It might not sound weird, but I live in the forest, so it's creepy AF. 
none of my family members, so it means someone's walking around my house. What should I do? Update, no. I mean like a giant piece of bread that barely fits in the feeder. Hey, y'all, I'm scrolling through all the responses to this question. There's not one that's like, do you mean a small piece of bread, Caleb? So I don't know who the fuck Caleb's talking to with his... Yeah, yeah, honey, look at it. It's just way too big to have gotten in. Did you do it? No. Son? No. Fuck. <laughs> it's it. First of all, when it's in the forest, the whole forest is a bird feeder. That's a good point. We have, we have systems in place for that. <laughs> uh, it is obvious to me what has happened here. The birds are now taking care of Caleb. <laughs> Ground child. You have fed and nurtured us for long enough, ground child. We now shall sustain you. We have taken advantage of your kindness for too long. Sup of this bread, ground child, and let it be known. There is peace between the sky people and the ground children. Our war has ended. Henceforth, let us attack each other no more. Eat no more of the flesh of the chicken. <laughs> let it be known. The sky people and ground children have made peace. No more shall we poop on your cause. No more shall you eat of our brethren. Caleb, spread the word to the other ground children. <laughs> and make you shall have bread to the, sup upon. The sky people seek war no more. <laughs> sup of this grain, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> we shall teach you the ways of the skies, Caleb. Come be a, a windmaster with us. Together we shall kill the raccoons. Let us bring down the raccoons, Caleb. Let their jests and japes no more echo through the forest, Caleb. Bring us your sticks and vomit and we will make you a home. <laughs> we have seen the bow and arrow that your sister Katie has. Let us rid ourselves of the raccoons. <laughs> Please get rid of the force field in your walls. <laughs> Open thine abode. Let peace be made. Um, you can live in our houses and we'll live in yours. Teach us of the toilet. <laughs> we all know birds are just jealous. Place your, place your shame on a toilet like us, Caleb. Um, Another option is that... <laughs> They're hoping that you're going to come out one day and be like, do I put bread in the bird feeder? I guess I do. And they're like, yes, it fucking works. I told you guys it's going to fucking work. Got him. <laughs> That's a good idea. Why have I been wasting so much money on bird seed? They probably hate these seeds. Uh, <laughs> my mom has been carrying around a dead butterfly for years. Literal years. And it has even moved through two different houses. It's lived on different live plants and insists that it is okay behavior. Now, this person didn't reiterate that that was their mom, but I'm assuming it's not the dead butterfly. <laughs> insisting that it is okay behavior. But uh, how should I handle this? That's from a dead butterfly in Nashville. Are you here? Hello. All right. Sound pretty lively to me. Uh, yowzers. Uh, this first hit me as... Uh, m my m mom has a butterfly pinned to some cork board, which is some people's thing, and that's cool, that's fine. But it's not because uh, your mother's putting it on plants, and that's the wildest shit ever. Essentially, it has just occurred to me the possibility that the butterfly was on a plant, the plant died, and your mom got rid of the plant, but, but just kept me... the other but... dead thing. <laughs> that's favoritism is what that is. That is true, because lots of people have, like, butterflies pinned to walls or apparently on plants. But if you started with saying, like, hey, that's a corpse, maybe they would reconsider. Because if you did that with, I don't know, any other any animal. Any other thing Oh, ever. no, but people do that with deer. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. What if God was one of us? <laughs> um, maybe we're the aliens. Uh, it's just, it, it, what strikes me is... Uh, when I beef it, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll turn into bones. What happens to a butterfly after it beefs it? Has it got bones? Probably not. What were you going to say, Justin? 
we inherited a lot of decorations from Sydney's grandparents, but a lot of them weren't their decorations. It's like stuff that had been left at their house by their kids, and a lot of things in our house, we have no earthly idea where it came from. You don't know the the provenance. Yes, exactly. So in our uh, bathroom, there is a cork board with a glass frame thing, and there's like 10 butterflies stuck to it. And not pinned like, to it. Not just stuck. They didn't get trapped there and they couldn't escape. Certainly this semantic distinction is worth doing here on stage. <laughs> um, but three, not three weeks ago, Charlie was brushing her teeth and she looked at me and she's like, yeah, sorry, sorry to brag. My kid brushes her teeth. Um, dad of the year over here. And she was brushing her teeth. She said, dad, what's that? And I said, um, it's a bunch of dead butterflies. And she said, why do we have that? And I had to answer her honestly and say, I don't know, honey. It's just always been in the bathroom there. And it was in the bathroom at the old house. And we put it in the bathroom box. And then the bathroom box came to the new house. And then we unloaded the things from that box and hung the dead butterflies on the wall again. So here we are with the dead butterflies on the wall. <laughs> I have, it's, it's as if we hung it there. There is an implication of saying like, this is what our family believes in. <laughs> like, this is what we're into. These dead butterflies, that's where they belong. Around this house, you better stay caterpillars. <laughs> now, J-Man, that was three weeks ago. Yeah, it's very important. Oh yeah, it's still there. Okay, for sure, okay. absolutely. Well, where would I put it? In the trash? Thanks, butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> At what point in answering the question to Charlie did you realize, like, well, I can't lie about what this is. She's four and a half. It was actually, like, I was pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> Being a parent and lying takes energy. Sure. Telling him the truth is the easy way. Travis, you have five seconds. Come up with a lie. Well, that's fake butterflies. That's a pretty good lie. That's a wild thing to put in your house. Better than some corpses. Whatever. Disagree. Uh, Hard disagree. Here is another Yahoo. This one, uh, this one was sent in by Michael. Thanks, Michael. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call uh, Diane. Okay. With four eyes. <laughs> Diane. And an umlaut on the A who asked. And the N. Is it unacceptable to eat lasagna with your hands at home? At home. At home. Not, not at a restaurant. At home. I was eating lasagna with my hands in my aunt's house. So not your fucking home, but okay. <laughs> this is how I eat when I'm in my own house. I never use utensils. But in the restaurant, I do use fork and spoon. For lasagna. Yeah. Okay. Like an like a arcade claw machine, just like... <laughs> My aunt saw me and got mad at me and was like, is that how you eat in the restaurant? Use your fork! <laughs> when technically, I wasn't even in the restaurant and I was in her house. <laughs> Did I only further infuriate her because I just showed up at her house as an unexpected visitor? Mm, yeah. Much, much like lasagna, this one's got layers. <laughs> so, wait, is that the end? Did you need more? I love that right there at the very end, you get this like twist of like, so is my aunt mad at me because of the eating with my hands thing? Because I broke into her house to eat her leftover lasagna. I, <laughs> I threw one of her flower pots through the kitchen window, climbed in, and started having a lasagna sandwich, which is what I call it. And also, she's not my aunt. She's, she's just a stranger. Aunt. She's my stranger. What's the big deal? You're welcome. I didn't go to your utensils. Yeah, good point. Now open the safe. <laughs> The problem is, is if you don't eat with your hands, how do you shuffle the lasagna together <laughs> and make one big stack? And then you have a double-sized lasagna. Yeah, sure, sure. That's then great. Then you unhinge your jaw. Uh-huh. 
Slurp it up. And you eat it in one bite. You go get the, the Jenga box out of the closet and use the little shelf to have yes. a stack them. Yeah. Yes. Hey, what do you use the spoon for? This is a good question. In the consumption process of lasagna, where's the spoon come into play? I guess I'll be the asshole and point out that your aunt's house is just a restaurant where the selection is bad and the prices are good. Right. How's the service? Service seems a little surly, honestly. <laughs> Especially if you don't have a reservation. <laughs> Zero stars on Yelp, Aunt Kathy. <laughs> I don't have to throw a brick through the Olive Garden door in order to go eat my uncooked fettuccine. I mean, I do, yeah. but I don't have I'm adding a tag to your house, Aunt Kathy. It says, bad for kids. Because I'm a kid and I love lasagna and you're, you're making this bad for me. You're 35, Derek. Stop coming over and eating my lasagna. <laughs> have you seen how I eat lasagna? I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> Still have joy. Joy in my spirit. Yeah. Watch Aunt- it. Watch this. Tell me you don't get a little laugh out of it. <laughs> Come on, Aunt Kathy. It's the worst. I've been running the numbers in my head, and I'm happy to report it's the worst food to eat with your hands. (laughs) There's no world in which that is acceptable to eat with your hands. Soup, yes, of course. (laughs) No, actually, you know what? You're fucking wrong. It's wrong. Because here's the problem. Here's what I've just realized. If you use your fingers to strain your soup, then you have a meal of broth and fixins. You Think just about separated it. them out. You just separated them out. The problem with eating lasagna with your hands is lasagna is a tray bake. So either at some point a utensil was used or you <laughs> grabbed a mitful your- of fucking noodles and sauce and cheese and shit. You use your fucking five-finger exploding heart technique to just like... They can use a utensil in the serving of it. This isn't a religious issue. Like, but, then, but then you can't make an argument of like, I didn't want to dirty a utensil. You already did. But you're dirtying a second utensil. I'm on this person's side now. You guys have flipped me. Now I'm mad. Now I'm really steamed. Well, if you're going to use the spatula, just keep using the spatula. It's just a big spoon, if you think about it. A big, flat spoon. Why don't you use that spoon to keep digging your grave, guys? Because you, you fucked up. I, I want to be on this person's side, but I know if they're doing lasagna sandwiches, you know that they're doing tortellini brass knuckles. And that's no good. My husband and I were once at one of our favorite burger joints for dinner, and halfway through our meal, a couple was seated next to us. We could tell it was a first date. Okay. But then we noticed the guy still had a price tag hanging off the armpit of his shirt. My man. Wanting... Wanting to be a good citizen, what would have been the best way to remove the tag for him? Now, Shannon B, I don't want to put you on. I'm assuming the B stands for blast, which is what I'm about to put you on. I don't think, if I can get ahead of this, removing the tag for him is going to be your best path forward. Are you here, Shannon? All right, all right. Nashville, can I say very restrained wooing? We normally get like 30 woos when we ask if people are here. Somebody who wants a taste of the limelight. Yeah, uh, laser-like focus. I also just realized that the the context of your question is, if this exact scenario happens again, what do I do? At which point, I don't know, maybe write a book about your life and how you got to this point, what choices you've made. Uh, oh, you got so many options is the good answer. The, the, the good news, you can... Um, tickle check. Tickle check is also great. Tickle check. And then you go armpits, and if they laugh, say 2019, like, okay. we don't tickle check people anymore. It's okay. 2019. <laughs> All right, tickle no check more is tickle out. Check. Tickle That's gone. out. What is in is you get a couple knives, hold on, and you go to their table, and you start doing a little hibachi cooking preparation on it. And then while you're doing your tricks with the egg and the onion volcano, you just real quick, without even, they won't even notice. Okay, so I'm going to walk you, go ahead, we're going to head on out to the end of this little one-act drama you've created. I'm sorry, officer, I didn't mean to stab him in the thorax. I was trying to surreptitiously remove a tag from his shirt, and then I plunged a knife into his chest and ended his young life. Now open your mouth and catch this shrimp. (laughs) Yep. 
good job. Jay, Justin. It's just, a, I'm just joking. No, I... <laughs> I just, hey, Justin. I'm just being a little stinker. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good, but I want Shannon to have actual advice because Shannon's planning on being in this exact scenario again. And so far, your, your suggestions to Shannon have not been strong. Okay, uh, maybe say like, Steven, you jerk! And then punch him in the armpit, grab the tag. So wait, hold on. Let him, fan- let him finish. It's not as bad. And then you say, oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were Steven. He knows what he did. And then maybe as you walk by, just lean in and whisper, I got the tag. I got you. Now what? Okay. Now poke pay, holes in that rock solid say, logic. Pay it forward. I, I, I also shop at H&M. I thought of a funny thing you could lean in and whisper. Um, I almost punched you, but I didn't because it's 2019 and I'm a human being and you've got a tag on your shirt you should surreptitiously remove. I'm pretty sure Trust Travis was being a stinker, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me check. You didn't even... Yeah, I was, okay. Let me check the clock. Oh, yeah, it's joke time. No, I was okay. just making jokes. No, no, no. You did not uh, let the record show. You did not poke your finger into your dimple as you were saying it. So you let were not being again. a little stinker. You punch him in the armpit. Can, can you just goosh a lot of ketchup onto him? How is this your best idea so far? This is the best one so far. And then, when he goes to the bathroom... Stab him. <laughs> right? Is it stab him? Now I'm a stinkle. Now I'm a little stinkle. No, then you say you have a tag on your, on your armpit. You should get it off. Go around and say you're taking up a collection for the needy, and you're taking up a collection of price tags. And do they have any... And then they'll say no, and you say, are you sure? <laughs> can, can you check? Because we feel like you might. I have another one, but Justin's not going to like it again. You slip outside, you pull on a balaclava over your head. <laughs> you go back in, finger in your coat pocket, say, listen up, I'm a very specific robber looking for extremely new shirts. <laughs> and I'll know... Which are the new ones? His. <laughs> because of the tag. And then the, but that would, that's not good. Because the then you take that actually blows up his the... spot and also you're robbing him. Maybe just start loudly discussing with your, you say husband, I believe. Start loudly discussing with your husband at how cool it is when people have armpit tags. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, people, when they leave the price tags in their armpit, isn't that the coolest? And, okay, now this is going to take some pre-discussion for your husband to buy in it. He pulls a balaclava over his face. He says, let's do this, honey bunny. And then you... Uh, I have a Yahoo here. And uh, this one was sent in by Emma Kant. Thank you, Emma. uh, Crushing it. It's from another anonymous Yahoo Answers user. This one's from uh, Pay... Bis. And they ask, how do I get a dog without my parents knowing? I want a mini corgi. We already have a dog, so I know how to look after one. I am 14? Uh, update, Google mini corgi. It's not a breed, but it's bred to be a bit smaller. Update two. I can also spot signs of diseases and problem. Our oldest cat is 16. I spotted leg problems before anyone else and hip problems. <laughs> my little brother, for those at home, my little brother just punched me while flossing. And now you fucking know. <laughs> so those last two things are qualifications, I guess, for <laughs> the, child, the child spotted the cat diseases. With the leg and the hip problems, how yeah, can we help them get a secret You spotted a hip problem in a 16-year-old cat. You want a medal? <laughs> <laughs> nice work, eagle eye. Yeah, good spot. Oh, maybe. Wait. How many is a mini corgi? 
Well, this is going to be adorable, but probably not like, you know. Oh, not smart enough to put in your pocket? No, you no. can't slide Never this mind. thing into your I, trapper I, keeper. Yeah, yeah. I rescind my suggestion. Tell your, go to your parents, say I have a very important thing to tell you, and I want you to respect my decision. This is my adopted son, Robert. And he's very, he's very furry, but he is dressed like a little boy, and he's my son. And I've adopted him, and I know I'm young, but this is the right choice for me. I've adopted this small boy. Could you... Hey, Justin, I don't think that would work. <laughs> hey, Justin, I don't think that that was reasonable. Yeah, but you're not going to go to fucking prison for it. <laughs> Worst case scenario in mind is you don't get to keep the dog. Maybe replace the 16-year-old cat with the dog. And convince your parent that it's still the cat. Yes. Because they're not paying close enough attention to notice the leg and hip problem. Maybe you can slide it by them. You know, you know. That's the cat. I don't think it is. But I've never really paid attention to the cat before. Our cat, Mr. Fluffers, died, but was reincarnated in this beautiful dog. That's still our cat. It's just a different shell. It's like you motherfuckers haven't even seen Fluke. It's like you don't even think dogs have a purpose. <laughs> Shit, I hope you guys have seen Fluke and a dog's purpose. That's 12 people. <laughs> Shit. Hey everybody, this is Griffin. Real quick, I want to tell you about our sponsors this week. My mouth is uh, really dry and I don't have a drink in my office. So let's just get through this one together. Please show some um, you know, some sympathies for my current struggle that I'm going through vis-a-vis the very dry mouth. I don't need a wet mouth, though, to tell you about Squarespace because it's a mouth-watering experience using Squarespace to make a website. They got all these tools that you can use that just make all your stuff look really good and really functional, and you can make a website that showcases your work or promotes your online or physical business or promotes an upcoming event you got coming up. Uh, They got beautiful, customizable templates created by world-class designers. They got e-commerce functionality. They got just everything optimized for you for mobile Right out of the box, they got analytics, they got customer support, that's 24-7, that's all day, all week, all year, baby. And yeah, we've used it a couple times to make a couple websites, and it's very, very useful and helpful and really slick. So go to uh, squarespace.com slash mybrother, you can get a free trial, and when you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code mybrother, all one word, and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Also, My Brother, My Brother, Me is brought to you in part by Audible this week. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people, it makes us better partners, parents, and leaders, and there's no better place to start listening than Audible. They have so much stuff. Holy shit. If you are a member of Audible, uh, you get a lot of stuff for for uh, your, your membership. You get three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Uh, members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Uh, they offer free and easy audiobook exchanges, and the credits you get can roll over for a year, and uh, you got a library that you keep forever, even if you cancel your membership. Uh, it is, it's a really, really good way to listen to like pretty much whatever makes sound. So if you've never used it, and if you are curious about it, you can start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and uh, you'll get your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. So visit audible.com slash brother or text BROTHER to 500500. Thank you to everybody who came out to the live show uh, in Nashville and Indianapolis. Uh, in Nashville, we played at the Ryman. If you're not familiar, that's where Grand Ole Opry is, and that was a pretty wild experience, and we were very grateful uh, to those who came out and to the Ryman for having us. Uh, real quick, the uh, audio during the audience sections gets a little bit dicey. Everything is still like totally listenable, uh, but we get picked up in the audience mics in a way that, that kind of sounds a little bit weird. So just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Uh, and yeah, we are all uh, you know recovering from the tour. We will be back next week, though, with a, a new episode of Mabim Bam. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to you then.
Hey, Max Fun listeners. Have you been listening to Max Fun for a while and you've just been wondering, where's the new Flat Earth podcast I keep hearing about? Well, here it is. We give you all the facts on NASA's lies and how we know that the Earth is actually flat. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> this is Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we join fringe religious groups. We undergo alternative medical treatments. And we hang out with people like 9-11 truthers, flat earthers. We find out why do people believe strange things. We join them, and we tell you all about it. We have a lot of fun. We make a lot of friends. Yeah, we do. We joined the Mormons. We joined the Scientologists. We got acupunctured. We got fire cupped. We got ear candled. We've done it all, and we're going to keep doing it all. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org? I work at a bank, and a new guy just started training in our branch for two months. He also works part-time at a liquor store nearby. Around the time he started training, I mentioned to him I'd been looking for a bottle of specific Game of Thrones whiskey for a watch party I had been planning. If it was the finale, it sounds like you needed it, right? <laughs> I mean, just reshoot the last two seasons, right? The other day, he came in very excited and told me he got his boss to order the very expensive whiskey for me, and I can come in and buy it next week. Now that Game of Thrones is over, I'm not throwing these parties anymore. And I drink so rarely that it isn't worth it to me to buy an $80 bottle of whiskey for myself. Uh, How do I tell him I'm not interested anymore? Am I required to purchase this whiskey? Or since he will only be at our branch training for another month, can I just ignore it? Ooh, that's a long time to go. That's from Boozless Banker. Are you here? <laughs> Holy shit. Was that Tuvian throat singing? <laughs> what was that? I heard one high voice going, woo! And then I heard another voice going, <laughs> That was fucking awesome. Uh, yeesh. You could just wait for another dragon-centric television show to work its way into America's hearts. Listen, that's got to be the thing. Everyone has to be scrambling to pitch dragon content. Someone somewhere is saying these words, so he's a by-the-book cop and she's a dragon. Yes. If we can have fucking Frankenstein cop, I do not see why we can't have dragon cop. I have just pitched dragon cop and I would watch the fuck out of it. So are you going to drive or am I? Oh, right. You're a dragon. (laughs) Time has proven you would watch literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, replace dragon with the devil. And I'm already watching that show and loving the hell out of it. Travis? So you haven't seen... Luke or a dog's purpose, but you'll watch Lucifer. I was, on Netflix now, you gotta watch it. I, I was wrong about Griffin, Nashville. <laughs> Gr- Griffin and I were talking about how we had a hard time getting to sleep last night, and Travis said, uh, not me, I went home, had some leftovers, and uh, went, went right to sleep. Well, I watched two episodes of Lucifer. It's like, what? That's not going straight to sleep? I can't put it down, Justin. You don't. It's so good. I want to march. I want to march. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast. Within a podcast, I want to thank whoever brought me this official Dairy Queen Happy Taste Good shirt. Uh, I need complete silence before I ask, are you here? Jesus, calm, holy shit. Thank you, I really appreciate it. I also like how everyone keeps scaring Griffin. That means a lot to me. Munch Squad is a podcast within a podcast that profiles the latest and greatest in quick service dining. This that Justin keeps threatening will die soon, and then he keeps it's on doing. its last legs. This is its farewell tour. It has tour. a million last legs, like a millipede. Um, KFC launches first exclusive drink with guests. Mountain Dew, I heard Mountain Someone Dew. Someone said Chick-fil-A, and that would be the most fucking bonkers thing. KFC announces it's partnering with Chick-fil-A for Chick-fil-A to make a drink for them. 
<laughs> I love that. It's lemonade. <sighs> You're going to think I'm having some sort of episode. <laughs> and I assure you I'm not. I'm just literally reading a press release released to the press by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mountain Dew and KFC are partnering to electrify their beverage lineup with Sweet Lightning. A refreshment lit up with a punch of peach and a touch of honey flavors. It's available exclusively at KFC restaurants nationwide by July 1st. Dew is fixing up a true-to-its-root soda that will brighten each and every one of your taste buds. Now, here's where things get a little weird. Hold on, wait. It didn't get weird at Dew is fixing up just like Pa used to make. <laughs> Yeehaw! On the mountain. How did this come to be? Money. <laughs> well, it's obviously money. And uh, they're owned by the same company. That's another thing. They're owned by the same company. How did this come to be? Meet Sweet. He's the Mountain Dew pitch man who is... Do you know the official way you write Mountain Dew, by the way? The official legal way of writing Mountain Dew is capital M-T-N-D-E-W. That's the official name of Mountain Dew. The Mountain Dew pitchman who is sweet, smooth, and lightning fast enough to become a mainstay at KFC, where the food is finger-licking good. How did it go down? With a glass of... (laughs) With a glass is always full swagger... Sweet strolls into Colonel Sanders' office with his southern charm. Holy shit. And wins him over quicker than a bowl of lightning could strike. Fuck you. No, Justin, I'm saying to you, my brother. It's not me. It's Tipsy Pete, the tail spinner. (laughs) A colonel and Sweet shook on it. So wait, right now, you're saying that this... Can I read my fucking fan fiction? This is... I was about to say... This is some this is some legit AO3 shit for sure. Uh-huh. The Colonel and Sweet shook on it, agreeing sweet lightning would not be served in any other restaurant, and one sweet deal was struck. Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning is the first exclusive beverage to be offered at KFC. For Dew, this is only the second time the brand has partnered with a quick service restaurant. <laughs> Been around the block, huh? I can dig it. The first being the hugely successful Baja Blast. Of course, that's, of course. that's my munchies. I knew you were out there. Baja Blast uh, at Taco Bell uh, a nearly decade and a half ago. Well, how time flies when you're measuring it by the amount of time that Baja Blast has been available. Here's a quote from... From Sweet. Oh, no. God. No, it's not from Sweet. I wish. Like KFC, MTNDEW is inspired by bold ideas and flavors, making this an authentic relationship from the start. Now, just take a fucking second. Just take a fucking second about words. Can we take a second about words and how we just use the words an authentic relationship from the start? to describe how two brands, one of them a grease peddler and the other one selling like soda meth and how they got together to do peach syrup and they were like, this is, off- this is authenticity. We are fucking. This is, this is real. <laughs> to come together on an exclusive product Sweet Lightning is a thrill, and we look forward to delighting our customers' taste buds and pushing the envelope on creativity. You made a peach drink. You made a peach drink. Like Da Vinci before us. Sweet Lightning was developed in partnership with the food and beverage innovation experts at KFC and Mountain Dew to create the perfect pairing for KFC's original recipe fried chicken. Don't eat it with, with the crisp stuff. Don't eat it with the hot stuff. This is perfectly prepared to be a perfect pairing with the original recipe. 
Original we've been, recipe. They've left us hanging this whole time? Original recipe is... You know a, how it's been missing something? Yeah. The original recipe is a KFC brand staple, and the innovation experts for each brand wanted to create a beverage that is as unique as the fried chicken it was created to compliment. At some point, somebody went into somebody's boss's office, and the boss said, um, this needs to be 700 words. I don't care what words are in it. But it does need to reach 700 words. We have, there, I are, also, there are no press sites at all that cover this stuff. It's only for Justin. So we got to give him some runway. What I love about this is they started this story saying, listen, how did this happen? It's not our fault. Sweet showed up and talked to Colonel Sanders. Amazing. And then later in their own goddamn press release said, our innovators here made it happen. So what's the real story, KFC and Mountain Dew? Was it Sweet and Colonel Sanders, or was it your innovators? And I won't rest till I get to the truth. <laughs> the Hi, I'm Travis McElroy, Cub Reporter. Now, you think about it. <laughs> if you think, if you boil this down to practicality, this is an entire press release to announce the fact that around the country, Americans are going to walk up to a soda fountain, look at the choices, and go, Sweet, ugh, girl, no, ugh. I'll have Pepsi. <laughs> I'll be having a diet Pepsi today. None of that for me. Can I, is there, and this may be asking too much, but is there an image of Sweet Lightning? Oh. Because, like, is this an MC Scat Cat situation where the... F- I have a picture of Sweet that I'm going to show to our friends here oh, in Nashville. Jesus. He does I'm- not look like what I thought he's going to look like. It's a, it's a handsome it's a fellow handsome in a yellow suit. Yellow devil. He's the world's most caffeinated man. He looks like Satan if Satan wore a yellow mustard suit instead of the usual. He looks like Lucifer, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if Lucifer were made of piss. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Pissifer. No, it's not piss. It's pre-piss. It's Mountain Dew. <laughs> that is their slogan. It's piss ingredients. This piss be, adjacent. This will be piss in a while. Mountain Dew. Anyway, that's much fun. Uh, should we do audience questions? Yes. All right, so we picked some audience questions out. You've sent them in in advance, and we appreciate it. Thank oh. you, Paul, with some nice, refreshing water. Thank you, Paul, from Paul and Storm. Yes. Let's start here. Hi, hello. Hi. What's your name? Co. Hi, Co. Uh, your question, please. Um, I have to walk to class every day. Yes. A fourth of a mile, um, and I have asthma, and I have to use an inhaler. Right. And I was wondering, how do I use my inhaler in a way that the other students think I look cool? Yeah. <laughs> when you... Let me ask you this, because this is going to be very instructive. When you blow it out... How much cotton are we talking? Very important. Like, could you do like a pirate ship, like Gandalf? Only if I blow it out immediately, but I need that medicine. Need well, how cool do you want to look? Yeah, do you want to look cool or not, Cub? Come on, come on. Maybe when you finish this, look at somebody and say, it's weed. <laughs> or write weed on it. Just write yeah. the word weed on it. Bomb. Bomb. This is my cool portable bomb. How long can you hold it? I like, don't... hit it and then just keep them waiting. And, the t- and eventually be like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Their lungs are going to be so open. I have to hold it for 10 seconds. Could that do 10 minutes. Like David Blaine. If somebody's... Hi, I'm going to do a new magic for today. Uh, I, I'm having a hard time breathing. It's just a lot of pollen in the air. Ten minutes. Put it on the clock. Wait, please come You've back. Been way longer in the pool. What do you? Uh, can you? If somebody catches you doing it, can you do like uh, in Animal House and just pop the whole thing in your mouth? Yeah, I can. It's that walking. small. That's good. That's Maybe good. pass it around. <laughs> if you know what's cool, sharing. Yeah. By the way, if you need advice on how to fit things that are about that big into your mouth. around like a fucking cowboy gun. Oh, uh, yeah, a holster. Oh, you could do a whole, like, 
And like, well, 10 seconds, still 10, do hold it for 10 seconds. But like the fastest 10 seconds anyone's ever seen, right? It's a fixed measurement of time. Well, so one not, time. and you know, Einstein believes <laughs> that if you inhale in space, it pushes you backwards. <laughs> does that help? It does, thank Excellent. you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go right over here to a microphone I like to think of as House Right. Hi. Hi. Hello, it's you. Hello. What's your name? Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Charlie. What's your question? Okay, so last year I was bit by a snake in my backyard uh, while I was taking out the trash. Was it one of the cool snakes or one of the snakes you wicked don't want to get bit by? I mean, it was was like a garter snake, but it was like four feet long. (laughs) I think Griffin was asking about the poisonousness and not necessarily the length. It was not poison. Okay, okay, good. That's a good start. Unless it was, and no. you're invincible. Oh, shit. Invincible. Uh, Unsnakeable. So do you need help finding and killing this thing, or what's up? Well, Is this a vengeance thing? you need to hire us? It's like $5,000, and we got a handle. Um, I'll kill any snake you all want. This, and this goes for everybody. $5,000, I'll kill any snake. I'll go, to, I'll go into a zoo and kill a snake here for $5,000. Well, Charlie, what's <laughs> Well, I'm afraid of snakes now, but it's been a year and my parents are still saying I have to take out the trash despite the fact we've seen more snakes in the backyard. <laughs> it sucks, but <laughs> for the past year, are you t- still taking out or are you pulling a Sarah Cynthia Sylvia stout and just leaving it let it pile up? I- I've been able to do it but with like extreme caution. Sure, you just chuck it out the back door like back door. <laughs> Have you thought about some kind of leg armor? Right? That's good. Plate mail solves most problems. Now, I, I feel bad. Is it, are your parents making you do it because they want you to, like, face your fear? Because they're just really lazy. Um, both? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a, is, is there a chore maybe they hate doing that you could barter with them? Like, That's what I've been trying to consider. Maybe they got bit by a raccoon while hanging out Christmas lights? <laughs> Hey, why do you have so many fucking snakes in your backyard? <laughs> my, my house borders like a forest, which is near a river, so... My house borders a forest? I have yet not seen hide nor hair nor scale with one snake. <laughs> to be fair, if you saw the hair of a snake, it's probably the end of the world and that's Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they say lightning doesn't strike the same leg <laughs> twice. So wait, in I your guess. universe, a snake would go to bite Charlie, and the snake would be like, ah, been there. <laughs> Charlie. It is a wild, I mean, if you think about it, the story you just told us was not super wild. If you ended the story with, in any way, that's happened three times now, <laughs> it would be wild. So if you just run the numbers, you probably won't get bit again. I'm pretty sure that's how statistics work. <laughs> well... Unless you do, and Charlie, let me let you into a secret that parents won't tell you. And I, I realized this recently. Justin and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, so I have a two and a half year old, and I've come to the realization that the number of times I've said like, "Hey, don't open that door," or "Hey, it's time to sit down," and my kid just goes, "No." <laughs> And I suddenly have the overwhelming realization I have no power over her. (laughs) So the next time your parents are like, take out the trash, just go, no. No. (laughs) They'll be upset. Don't get me wrong. They'll be upset. They'll take away your Nintendo, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, uh, uh, or, next time they ask you to take out the trash, you say, okay, hold on one second. And you bite them in the leg really hard. <laughs> Does that help? Yes. Excellent. There we go. Hello. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. Uh, you can sorry. bend that mic down and get, get right up on it. Hello. Oh, we messed it up. It was okay. a mistake. Oh, no. That's a, and that's a welcome to our prank show, my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Sam. What's sorry, your, what's I messed your... up the email like four times. Oh, no, right. it's fine. What's your question? Uh, so, a few, like last year, we were gifted some birds <laughs> for our Christmas gift. I suspect the person didn't want them. But anyway, so they were more a gift from my brother. Okay. Uh, but he goes to school, so I was entrusted with the birds. And a 
so-and-so happened to the birds, and one of them died. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, 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 stop. You cannot so... I saw, like, three people in the audience go, whoa, 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 whoa. You cannot so-and-so mortality. I need you to get right up on that mic and say what happened to these birds. I don't know. (laughs) You don't know? No, Sam, you know. You You know. know. Look in your heart. Say what happened to the birds, it was only one of the birds. Here at the Ryman. We had two birds. One for me and one for him. Okay, so you each had your own bird, and you know we're going to get to the part where one of them died, so maybe we should skip there. I don't even know which one died, TBH. Um... I did not kill them. I suspect they were old. Because when you get a bird from the pet store, you don't know how old it is. <laughs> you count the rings and then... <laughs> the fact that you felt the need to say, I did not kill it. <laughs> Relatively sure. Anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I held it underwater for a long time, but... <laughs> Unless harsh words... It needed a bath. Unless harsh words can kill a bird. Okay, we haven't gotten to the question yet. So, uh, it happened two times. Okay. Uh, There were only two birds! No, 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 no. And I had two birds. Bye! So, with the first bird... With the first bird, we replaced it with a bird that looked exactly the same. And didn't tell him. And then it happened again, and we replaced the bird, but I sent my dad to get the other bird, and the bird that he brought back looked nothing like the other bird. <laughs> Good job, Dad. Like 100% nothing like the other bird. And I was like, well, I can, I guess, maybe convince him that it molted funny, maybe. And it just cool. looks like that now. Is your brother here? He is. Okay. okay. The jig is open. He's also... Question answered. He, he already knew, though. He already knew. I had to come clean and I had to tell him, but now he doesn't trust me. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, I stabbed the guy trying to get a tag off his shirt and now he doesn't trust me. I don't trust you. I did it because I thought he would be very, very sad. My brother is my best friend. I thought he would be very, very sad and I told him that his bird passed away and I couldn't get anybody else to do it. And I didn't want to do it, so... Sam, uh, I want you to know, as somebody with a four-year-old daughter who has, in the past two years, bought seven fish and only had to come up with two names. <laughs> I'm on your side. But your daughter's four and my brother's 25. I mean, the animals are still dead, Sam. <laughs> I don't know what to tell they you. They sure are. I mean, there's, there's some point that you're making that I can't connect the dots on. <laughs> But I think mine's pretty clear that I'm trying to say I'm on your side. I'm Thank with you, you on this. Um, you do need to get ones that look similar, though, because... That's a rookie. It, that's where the second name comes in. Prince, Princess Aurora has to be pink. <laughs> and you can get another pink fish. That's fine. If you get a blue one, though, he's going to know it's not Princess Aurora. <laughs> okay? Trust me on this one. That's why we have Belle and Daughter of Belle. <laughs> Convenient. Yeah, yeah. We all want to leave something behind in this world. Yeah, it's a legacy. And maybe um, next time just say, your bird moved. Bird moved away, <laughs> got a job out of state. If your family is going to be so bad at doing the Indiana Jones pedestal switch with these birds, you need to buy so many fucking birds that your brother can't even keep track of how many I was birds. 100% invested in being, like, 60 years old, and when the other bird died, like, sneaking into his house and, like, replacing the bird, like, I was in for the long haul. I was going to do that. But then, it ended up that my dad dropped the ball, or the bird, and then so we just had to get a different bird. Yes, I most of the time, if you drop a bird, it's probably fine. Birds, they fly. They're very resilient. Oh, I dropped the bird and I dropped it up. <laughs> but this bird was a pink one, and also it was a 10 story building, so that was a mistake on my part. To be fair, the bird owed Sam's dad a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so your feet aren't so happy now, are they? <laughs> the juice is running. Does that help, Sam? I reckon. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, that's, it's fair. That's as much as we deserve. Thank you, Sam. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Zach? Zach. Hey. Hey. What's your question? I mean, I know what it is, and it's amazing, <laughs> but I'm excited to hear it from you. So I was at TPAC two years ago, and I asked you guys how I need to get my dad 
to not think it's cool for his grandfather name to be Tarzan. Yes. Um, so, so he still wants that to be a thing. Yeah. Um, so I have two nephews, and now my wife is pregnant, so I think this is a much more pressing matter now. Now um, you. Now you got skin in the game. Yeah, yeah. so please help me. Yeah. This and is to be clear, we didn't help you last time. No. no. I just want to get the stakes. So since then, you say he wants it to be a thing. Has it been a thing up okay. till now? Okay, and even more, uh, skin in the game is a great segue because he got a tattoo of Tarzan. It's a thing. Yeah. Your he, daddy's he made Tarzan it, He now. made it a thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's over, bud. I need a fucking cigarette. <laughs> it's over, bud. <laughs> if I had a month to plan, maybe, but this, no. Here, I kind of help you. It's Tarzan, and it's a thing. <laughs> Okay, hold on. All right, let's let's go through all of our options because maybe we weren't thorough enough last time. Did you I thought we had this fucking squared away, but yeah, uh, I thought we made it pretty clear to your dad that he couldn't be Tarzan. I actually think we were on board with it last time. What was our advice last time? Well, I think I think it was Griffin that said just to have the kids just yell Tarzan a lot in public places and maybe it'll be embarrassing enough. To well, it's that backfired, huh? Yeah. He Shit. just loved it. He, he lived it up, huh? He's, he's literally doubled down. Does maybe, it, oh, th- maybe see if you can get the kids to start saying Tarzan. Yeah. Now that now he he's like, oh, they must smell my tattoo. Wait, does the tattoo say the word Tarzan on it? No, it's okay, like... Okay, we got options. We got yeah, options. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Can he just say, like, well, my grandpa name is Papa, like a normal one, and this is yeah. just a generic... This is just Brendan Fraser. This is a swinging jungle man. My grandpa yeah. name is George. Like, George of the Jungle? That's who's on my tattoo. Is your dad's name George? No. Fuck. Damn it. Damn it. Give us something. Is it Brendan Fraser? It, it's is not. Is your dad Brendan Fraser? <laughs> Fuck. No. That would have been cool for a lot of reasons. Zach, you're not leaving us many options, pal. I know. Um, do you have any other grandpas you could use? <laughs> do you have any backup grandpas? Yeah, see, this one's this one's done with. This one's cashed. You need a new grandpa. This one's all used up. You know, yeah. when you uh, get food from, like, uh, like, DoorDash or something like that, you can leave special instructions in there. You can say, like, you have to say that... They're his grandpa, and uh, they have a normal grandpa name, like uh, Jim Jam or something like that. <laughs> this is your new Griffin. grandpa. He brings us pizza from the Domino's. <laughs> Griffin's suggesting a grandpa escort service. <laughs> and I'm very into it. In the share economy, grandpas are the next big thing. <laughs> I'm not using my grandpa all the time, and now you can. <laughs> now, warning, my dad calls himself Peeps, so. <laughs> yeah. Damn, right. Zach. I Damn, don't know dude. why. You should have gone. <laughs> if we didn't do it, you probably should have asked a different podcast. Uh, you yeah. don't go to a second opinion from the same doctor two years <laughs> later. You know? You get a different, smarter doctor. Yep. Like, yep. You, Your butt's still weird. I don't know, man. Yeah. You go ask Mark Maron or my favorite murderer. How to fix your dad problems. Hey, so the, so what we can do is... Okay, yes, you give yeah, us the yeah. yeah. Thank you. So, I, I guess my counter here is when you guys are doing a show in two years at Bridgestone, I'll just ask the same question if it hasn't been fixed. So. Just keep us in the loop. Yeah, yeah. this is the new 7-Up. Right. It's just... And for, the, and for the love of God, next time, Zach, please do bring your dad. Yeah. Yes. No, Zach, no. Yeah. We will call this Okay, you can lower their lights and bring back up the Justin lights as I think of them. Huh. Thank you. Interesting. Hey, everybody. Hey, Hey, everyone. We've Uh, had a lot of fun here. But you uh, know what's not fun? Stabbing people in restaurants. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Justin Becker. Uh, now, this has been... You all have been so fun. Yeah, for the thank tonight, you honestly. all so much, Nashville. What a great, fun city. What an amazing, like, fun group of people you all have been. Thank you so much. Uh, also, our- you also, last night at the Adventure Zone, did the arena stomp, which I don't think I've wild. heard, like, anywhere else. I, no. okay, okay, but stop. It's a lot. It's this a lot. building's so old. Please don't. Thank you. Um, old uh, and beautiful. I, I cannot fucking believe that we got to play the Ryman twice. Yes, this wild. is the best life-changing treat from Tuesday. Absolutely wild. Uh, I want to say a huge thank you to Paul of Paul and Storm. Thank you, Paul. Um, who ate some of my drunken beef noodle before I could tonight. <laughs> Neat. He Wait, you know what, Paul? He got in there first, ate four bites, looked at me and said, good news, it's not poisoned. And then left That's the room. That's a good tour manager Love right there. Paul. Good, good guy. Good uh, dude. Also, I want to say thank you to our daddy. Thanks, Dad. Thanks to uh, Evan Palmer for the poster designs. Yes. Those are cool. um, in the lobby. Those are only going to be on sale for Thank this show. Thank you to and Sawbones and Schmanners. Thank you. Uh, Maximum Fun, thank you for having us on the network. And yeah. uh, John Roderick in the Long Winter, she's for the theme song. It's a departure off the album, but in the days to come. Um, thank you. So real quick, so we're traveling with our families, and we got to get out really early tomorrow to head to Indianapolis. So we're not going to be able to hang out after the show. We rented, this is fun. We, this is the first time we've ever gotten a bus, because there's like 50 of us now. Uh, and I, uh, I flew into Nashville, but they came up from, from Appalachia. And I have just... I came from Cincinnati. That's basically Appalachia. I literally, backstage tonight, just learned there are, of course, bathrooms on the tour bus. You're not allowed to poop in them. (laughs) There's a sign on the door that says, don't poop here in a bathroom. I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot about that at our live show we record tomorrow night in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much. You've been amazing. Uh, every week, on my, my brother and me, Griffin asks a Yahoo question at the end of the show that we think about and talk about and then return to next week with uh, some of our answers to it. And Griffin, yeah. have you prepared one of those? Sure. Things? This is uh, one that was sent in also by Emma Kant. Crushing it. Thank you, Emma. It's, Yahoo Answers. it's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Uh, their name is uh, Jim Jam, and they asks. They asks. They asks. How to get frosted tips like my boy, Guy Ferrari. <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me, kids, your dad's square on the lips. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. <laughs> a new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for Maximum Fun.